Hey everybody, I'm Alan. I'm Steven. And we're Joan, and you're listening to... Oh yeah, baby. Let's oh go. yeah, let's effing go. Oh, it's we're freaking. It says we're freaking. Yeah, that's right, babies. It's on and it's popping, and we're it's say. springtime. It's uh, Mara. It's with like April something. Sure, and uh, and it's really ripping. You know, the flowers are blooming. The pollen's the, uh, a, a dusting. Uh huh. The sun is a showing. And uh, and we have a new album coming out, April 19th. It's called Superglue. If you're watching on video, which Ooh. you can if you're a Patreon subscriber, if yep. you're not, you can't see nothing. <laughs> and that's not our problem. We have the option. We're giving you the option to watch video. <laughs> and you can do it if you're on our Patreon. And if you don't, that's your loss. Listen, I I don't want to come out and be con- controversial or like right off the top, but... What do else that. do you what else do you want from us? You know? That's true. You can see video while you're listening to our lovely voices. Yeah. Um, do you just want audio? <laughs> I know I don't personally. Oh, I'm crazy. I'm staring deep into your soul right now and it's worth it for me. Yeah. Whatever the price it is. I don't even know what our what our tier <laughs> prices are. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's worth it. Okay, you get video, you get a lot of extra stuff. You get little demo pieces. Yep. Um, we write little blurbs. We have Zoom calls with everybody every month. You get first access to tickets. You get first access to tickets. Mm-hmm. We're having a listening party for our album. I mean, what? Come on. I mean, what else can we do here? Yeah. We'll add I'm, more to that pile if you'll subscribe. Yeah, I'm I genuinely that. asking. What else can we do? <laughs> can we do more? Um, anyway, if you're on the video, this is the vinyl. We just got them. I don't know if you can actually see, but it is beautiful. Mm, I love it. Steven and, designed uh, that. Steven designed that. Yeah, I'm very proud of it. Um, if, uh, you have to show the album itself, okay, the, the vinyl. Um, it's too beautiful not to. If you're coming on tour, we are bringing these out on tour with us. It's like a like a milky, translucent mm. kind of vibe. Gorgeous. It's lovely. Absolutely gorgeous. It's perfect in every way. Um. Anyway, if you're coming, if you're coming to a show on tour, which you should, mm-hmm. that would be amazing, and I would love to see you. And. Um, we will have those at our merch table, and we'll sell them for probably $80. <laughs> probably not, but... Um, <laughs> it, some, won't, it won't be $80. <laughs> it'll be a nice and affordable, <laughs> and it'll be a lovely way for you to support us if you would like. If not, you can listen to it on Spotify or Apple Music. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going on tour, Alan. Yep. Did you know that? I didn't. When is that? Tell me. Thank you for asking. We start in Atlanta on May 13th. Then we go to Nashville and then Brooklyn and then DC and then Philly and then all these other places. We're going to go all the way to the West Coast. We're going to go all the way up to Portland and Seattle. And then we're going to go all the way down and end in our hometown of Little Rock, Arkansas. Mm. On Um, June 16th. On June 16th. So we go from May 13th, May, is that right? 13th to June 16th. A cool five weeks or so of just straight shredding the road. We're going to be out there on on the stage every night and just shredding, just Shred, absolutely shredding the road, shredding the stage. I mean, in my mind, I'm thinking, is this the last tour we ever do? And I'm going to act like it. <laughs> I'm going to go on there and I'm going to act like it's the last show I've ever played in my whole life. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? Yeah. What What more do you want from us? Honestly, what? Could you give us? You, you can um, <laughs> honestly, you can put in the comments or whatever, wherever you're listening to this. Send us a DM. Yeah. To tell us what more you want. We'll we'll probably do it. Yeah. We'll at least think about it. Yeah. Um, 
What else, man? What else is going on? I like the I like the idea of us being like Chris Martin every album on Coldplay. He's like, this is the last album, and yep. then they release another one like two years later. That's a good idea it for is. every press thing moving forward. Ever pretty much already like everybody's surprised that we're doing our debut album five years into the uh-huh. <laughs> into our career. So we should just start saying it's our first and last. <laughs> yeah, and just be like, we're going out on the best we could. Uh huh. And then, who? Kn- I mean, honestly, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? And I think we should start living like that. You could die. Just you. I, not yeah. me. Oh, yeah. So there's um, always that possibility that tomorrow you just don't wake up. I mean, listen, if we're And being, would I carry on the Joan name without you? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, yeah, yeah. You, are, you are the voice. Yeah. And would I give your family estate the, your 50%? Uh-huh. I'm not sure. Eh, that's I okay. I don't think about that. I'll talk to my lawyers. They'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Jake's over on the side pointing to himself <laughs> to inherit your, your percentage. That's good. They'll be fine, honestly. I mean... No, man. Yeah, I mean... No, I'd have to quit. Oh. Uh-huh. I'd start my own country project. Yeah. And just write... Every song would be a ballad about missing you. Oh, buddy. That's kind of sweet, isn't it? That is sweet. You could start that now. No. I would like to listen to those songs. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Yeah, and, I'll, and thanks for asking. I do have pink glasses on. Um, again, if you're listening to audio, I'm sorry. You can't see these kind of lovely things. Yep. How much do you pay for this? Be honest. <sighs> Do we need to do this? <laughs> well, you have you have real Aquilas. Yeah. Are they are these real? Are these fake boys? You know? What, well, what do you real? think? They look they look great. Here's what I'll say. I, I'm I'm not trying to embarrass you. I will admit that I have a pair of nice like hundred and twenty dollar Aquilas. Oh my goodness, that's and then I have hmm. which is the most I've well I've paid for one pair of I've paid for one pair of Wayfarers like like Ray Ban oh, classic. My. But but every other glasses I own, every other glasses, every other pair of glasses that I own are like Amazon ten dollar. Oh or, yeah, or Target or something. Here's what I'll say, guy. Tell me, guy. All I know is. I have a lot of people um, coming up to me saying, I mean, why do you do it? You know, what makes you you? And I've been thinking about it <laughs> lately. Different questions. I, why do you do it and uh-huh. what makes you you? Well, yeah, they're usually different people. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, I got you. I got you. Anyway, I have people coming up to me and saying, how do you, like, you wake up every day and what's the first thing you do usually? Right. Um, and... And I'll, I will admit, there's a lot of people that are hating on them. I get so much flack kind of going against the grain like I do. Yeah. And being a standout person. You're, you're edgy, for sure. Um, and sure. all I'll say is I haven't had a bad day since I bought these glasses because everything's rose-colored. I look outside. <laughs> it was. Every, I'll look. <laughs> was, hold on. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. Hey, that's the God's honest truth, man. And hey, listen, everything, I look outside, doesn't matter if it's overcast. Oh, man. It's a beautiful day outside today. Lucky me, I get an even more beautiful view because it's our, it's, it's yeah. rose-colored, okay? I could be in a, in a dark room. Doesn't matter. It's, I'm automatically 10% happier just because right. of how I'm viewing things. Yeah. So, I personally don't have a value on that, okay? <laughs> so I will say... Mm, they're somewhere between twenty and five hundred dollars, okay? <laughs> or let's say five hundred and forty, and somewhere between that. <laughs> so specific. Um, we're talking doll hairs or, or pennies. Ah, uh, we can. Yeah. yeah. Currency, Either way, currency. Whatever it was, it was worth it. Yeah. You know, and I put it on a credit card, so I'll never have. To what pay is? It off. Well, yeah. What is cash? Right. What is money? Um, All good. Anyway, what were we talking about? Um, let's how ri- see. Apparently how rich you are. I feel like I've been talking for 20 minutes straight. Yeah, you have been. Um, well, what do we want to chat about today? We had a couple of things I think we wanted to talk about. All right, let me look at my very detailed notes. Uh, do we want to talk about, since it'll be coming out this month, the, the, the album? Like, Yeah. I don't exactly know what, but we can, we can kind of talk about like the... Uh, we could specifically talk about super glue. Yep. Um, things like that. Do you want to? <clears throat> yeah. Do you have any well, I, I had an idea. We could chat about a little of like the meaning behind it for us, because I 
we'll, we've been asked certain things in interviews that probably haven't, well, some of them have been released, I guess, but I don't know how deep people dive on bands. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I like to go and find a band and then like see what they say, but <clears throat> I don't know how everyone else is with that. Essentially, A, we're really proud of this album. Um, it's been a long time coming. For the longest time, if if you know, I mean, I'm guessing if you're like a more diehard fan, have been with us from the beginning, or like, you know, with us for a while and know the Joan thing, you know, this probably doesn't come as a surprise. But we've been a single EP, song by song band, and we've never really sat down to like make an entire um, high and by. I guess was our first like attempt at thematically you know, but even that smaller scale, cause it's like high is kind of the happier beginning of the relationship Four songs buys the end of the relationship. So, yeah. and they were created while we were releasing stuff too. Right. And in like a very strict timeline, but that we, we put on ourselves, but, um, this was like, you know, I, I, it wasn't like we woke up one night and we're like, or woke up one morning rather. And we're like, Hey, it's time to do an album. But in some ways it kind of feels like that. Like, I think for the longest time, Colin, our manager, was like, you know, kind of implanting this seed in our in our brains of like, hey, it's probably that time. And I think we pushed back as long as we could, <laughs> you know, uh, in the timeline of like, when we feel ready, when we feel ready, when we feel ready. And finally, I think we just kind of were both like, okay, we're ready. So Superglue was born out of that. Um, last year, we took about, four or five, six months to really work on it. And, um, which is the more traditional approach, you know, you'll see bands that drop off the face of the earth to, to do this. And we didn't drop off the face of the earth, but we, we definitely focused in head down on it. And, um, what came out of it is super glue. We wanted to, you, once it comes out, you'll hear the intro track kind of sets the stage. Um, Steven and I have both been asking like, you know, uh, meaning of life, big, big higher questions for a while. I think probably since we were both kids, <laughs> honestly, I think if everyone's honest, they have, but, um, and then being in the, you know, faith background that we've both grown up in, you know, that informs that, um, having children informs that being married informs that all these different seeing the world informs that like, it's just all life stuff. But, um, so we're like, how do we encompass that or, or encapsulate that, excuse me, rather in an album and at the same time, right, like catchy, <laughs> hooky songs that maybe dive into these bigger uh, themes, but still you want to listen to it. It's not like a, a downer <laughs> or like right. a heady thing. Because mm-hmm. um, some people do that. Sufjan Stevens does that really well. He'll like very poetically write songs that just make my brain explode. Um, and they're also catchy, but they're like very melancholy. Sure. And so it's like, I have to be kind of in the right mood for that. We wanted to do... Um, something similar but also like make you stoked and want to dance yeah or make you sit and want to think like kind of the gamut and so i'm really proud of this album um it's insane that we finished it in september of last year and it still hasn't (laughs) released but that is the music industry Um, what's cool about that though i've been thinking about that recently because i haven't i haven't really like Obviously, we've been having to think about it. I've, we like, I literally like designed the CDs for it last night, and like, we've been designing merch and thinking through what the tour setup is going to look like. We've been shooting like some like different content and live video kind of thing, kind of around it. Obviously, we, it's not like I haven't listened to the songs, but we were in it every day so often. Yeah. We, I, I remember like, basically only listening to this the like this album as we were writing it as we were mixing it as we were mastering it and then after being so proud of it and like really loving it and like sitting be, you know just taking it in as much as i could kind of just trying to sit with it and like you you just try to like find any tweak you can you need yeah. to do you're obviously needing to listen to it multiple 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 times to make mix notes and uh, you know, it's just like over and over again, you're listening to the songs and I, it's probably been like two months or uh, some time, enough time now where I'm like, I kind of don't want to listen to it straight through until it's like out, out. Yeah. Um, or until we like start um, doing re- listening parties or whatever. But um, 
just because like I'm kind of at the point where like I know I'm proud of it. I know I love it so much and I I I kind of want to feel the same thing people are going to feel when they listen to it for the first time even if it's obviously I'm not going to be able to completely but even if it's like tricking my brain a little bit to do that yeah. just because I like I already have these memories of like making it and listening to it for the first time and like like the feelings of how it hit me whenever I was listening to it all the way through and I'm like really stoked to like listen to it with everybody now. Um, Yeah. And I, I, I really like that. That's a thing that I feel like I'm, we're able to do because you just don't see that much these days where, you know, you have something that you're sitting on for a long time, enough time where you can go through this like cycle of like, I love it. I'm kind of tired of hearing it. I'm ready to take a break from it. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, I love it again. I, you know, it's like, yeah. um, so I'm excited to, to kind of like start that cycle again and like re, um, revamp kind of like the love for, for the, for the album. Well, Cause I, I'm like so happy about it. Oh and yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I know like I'm anticipating like getting it out and being able to like feel that with with everybody listening too well and I, I i used to not say this out loud because i felt like it was like a weird weird trait of mine but i love like we've been pretty tight-lipped about it even with our friends and stuff in terms of like not letting a ton of people hear it just like just not that we're massive but just that like don't want it to leak or like it, mm. you know it's like people aren't excited to hear anymore whenever it comes out but um the the friends that we have sent it to i i've started admitting that i have like this fantasy that I like to do in my head where when they, when I send it, if I can kind of, I don't ask them this, but like, if I kind of know when they start listening to it, if they're going to like get a chance to listen top to bottom, I like to listen to it too. And like, Mm. it almost make myself feel like I'm in their shoes and like, how would I feel as a third party listening to this for the first time? And you know, Hmm. they, they obviously have their biases, um, of they know me or you or both of us. And so they know what to expect about Joan or they're friends with us. So they like are proud of us because of that personal connection or whatever, you know, whatever it is. But, um, there's something about that, like fantasy of like closing my eyes and being in their body, putting the headphones on or in the car or whatever, impressing playing, hearing the very first note of the very first track, like, and then I relive it. It's like this weird, like role role play thing. And I, Mm. I, there's something about it that really like gets me excited and like, makes me fall in love with it again because it allows me to kind of momentarily step outside of my own body and like listen to it as not one of the people that made it, you know? Sure. Um, and, um, and then to get the other thing I like to do, which I'm less, uh, um, embarrassed by now is I'll just straight up ask our friends that I really trust, like give us feedback. Like Mm. I I don't expect harsh critique, you know, but I do expect like, what are your favorites? Like what hits you? And, And what's really cool is, of all of our friends that we've shown it to and gotten feedback from. And some of these people are um, bigger artists than us. And like, I really highly respect them. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to see like certain common themes of like, um, not even compliments. They they are, they're nice things that they're saying, but like common things across the spectrum from all of them that are the same, like, they'll compliment it in the same way or say this song really stands out. And it, Mm -hmm. to me, it just kind of confirms like, it feels for me, I, I battle, I don't ever want to sound cocky or like self um, inflated about what we do, but obviously we love what we do or we wouldn't do it. You know, like obviously we have to believe in it more than anyone, but I truly do feel like this album is special. And I do feel like it's like the best thing we possibly could have done for us. Um, And so just to get some of that confirmation, even before it's released by people we really respect, you know, it just plays on to the same thing of like, okay, if nothing else, I feel really good that we did this, and uh-huh. it could totally. it could flop in the world's eyes or whatever you know whatever that means or not go as big. I don't know, flop's such a harsh word, but like yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like yeah. we we've done what we were here to do at this moment, and I feel like we've done it really well. So it's like great, we yeah. stewarded it. Here it is. You know? That's a great. That, well, going back to the cycle thing in my head, at least, I think there's like a, a threshold of time in my head that like like hypes something up so much. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm also the type of person that like normally with our music, I want it out like immediately because, um, 
I just I just want people to hear it as soon as possible usually. Yeah. Um, but this has been really interesting for me to kind of be able to sit with it enough and like keep falling in love with the songs again and like keep believing in the songs over and over again. And, and just like the more I listen to it and the more I sit with it, the more I love it. Yeah. And I think that's been really good for me because I'm at the point where I'm, I don't care what happens with this album. Yeah. Like hopefully something, you know, hopefully something good happens or, or we are able to gain new people that, that, listen to it and love it and, and become fans of ours. And we're able to like connect with them, um, that we have, you know, people with people we haven't before. And hopefully it like reaches a new audience for us. But at the end of the day, if it, if it reaches some people or Mm. if it reaches nobody, like if it never ends up being released, I'm just as proud as, yeah, I'm, I'm just as proud of the album as, as I am, you know, if it is released. So yeah, that's been like a cool realization for me, just like not having to rely on things to like do really well or like hype it up enough. Like, sure. I hope that happens. But at the end of the day, I'm just like really proud of what, what yeah. we ended up doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, something I was thinking like through that I would like your take on. I got um, it. I've got hot takes lined up. Let's go. <laughs> I, I was thinking through, so basically we, we um we probably wrote like 20 to 30 songs for for this album that not not like all the way through but basically the way we work is um we'll do like a verse chorus demo it'll see how we'll see how it feels and kind of sit with it so we we probably had you know from either from old stuff that we had have been sitting on waiting for it to be like part of the right project or written new stuff like with yeah. with people or with ourselves or whatever i was trying to think back and think through why we chose like what in our brains told us to pick the songs that we did mm. um or like at what at what point does a song for an for album specifically or this album like, do you have a specific one in mind that you were like, this needs to for sure be on the album and why? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the day we wrote Super Glue, the song, I was like, I knew it. Mm-hmm. Like, we were at our buddy Lauren's house, artist named Flurry. 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 She's, she's wonderful. Um, we had just actually met her. We had, like, talked online but never in person really well that's not true i think she came to the show but yeah uh, regardless it was, we weren't like super close <clears throat> and um we were just fans of each other but we went to our super sick house in nashville and had dinner and um i think we the super glue had been like maybe just a chorus idea like a melody and it wasn't even i don't think super glue was the mm-hmm. there was, that word didn't exist yet in the song but um <clears throat> and i remember sitting in her like studio upstairs and kind of originally showing. it was just the it's you Da-na-na-na. that was it just I the, think yeah, that was just like literally it yeah just the smallest nugget one of the smaller yeah ideas we had brought in period and I, I think I remember in my head no knowing that it could be a a big song meaning like sonically um production wise and you know i think from day one even just as a nugget in my mind i wanted it to be like an arena sized Mm-hmm. song if that yeah. makes sense um and so then we start writing it and it's just like immediately meaningful because of kind of the content of the lyric and <clears throat> trying to write it in a way that is accessible for anyone um talking about really any relationship with someone they love for us you know somewhat um about our girls and and what they mean to us and you know we, we had both had children not that long before that and so anyway I just remember that day being like, I, didn't, I don't think I had it in my head yet that like, oh, this is going to be the title track of the, like kind of yeah. sum up the album. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely knew that that day just was, because I think we wrote, we wrote definitely verse, the verse one chorus. I don't know that we finished it there. I think we just had verse one, maybe verse two somewhat, but I don't we, think we had the bridge had, that day, did we? We didn't have the bridge and that was that was all we didn't finish okay on that day but um 
just even I think I have I have a voice memo in here somewhere on my phone of me. She had a uh, Yamaha U1 or U3 upright in her mm-hmm. living room downstairs as we ate, and we kind of played through it again. And she sang harmonies, and I don't know. It was just like one of those moments where I look back and I'm like, I knew that night that was going to be a, a song on the album, hmm. and it felt like a special song for us. Now, in retrospect, I would say it's um, ha- hands down my favorite song we've written hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, and if it feels like a, a special song for our career, even though it's, it's weird to say that cause it, it's not, no one's heard it yet Yeah, and it may not be, uh, but, um, do you think so, that yeah. because of just because of all of it, like production and, and like, yeah, like the, uh, obviously we didn't come out of that thinking it was the best song we had ever like, no, right. Yeah. That day I, I don't remember being that. like, that was the best song we've ever written, right, you know, right, right. but like we knew it was special yeah. and we, I don't know. I was thinking about that too. Like what, what made mm-hmm. that song level up? Yeah. I mean, pr- product, the way we approached it again, thinking through like, you know, how did they approach yellow mm-hmm. or, or, you know, n- name any massive arena song. Like, I don't think they probably they probably didn't approach it like that. Like yeah. I don't yeah. I don't think Chris Martin was sitting with his acoustic going like this is what it's going to sound like in arena because the lyrics are kind of nonsensical in some way you know yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff. But anyway, um, I do think it was the production on the back end. I think it was like time, like just sitting with it and yeah. every little decision we made. I think it's <clears throat> the you know visual treatments we've done. It's um, even stuff that we haven't even announced yet. Just like things we've worked on with the song that yeah. that all kind of play into the same thing of like it just feels special. But again, I you know, I don't even this isn't your question, but I don't even mean necessarily that it's gonna be special for anyone else. Sure. <laughs> just yeah. for me, it's yeah. it's really special. And I I think the content when I sing that song, I'm singing it to Ellie. Mm-hmm. So so in my mind, that's yeah. um again, we wrote it in a way that it doesn't have to be that way for everyone. Um it could be about your mom. I mean, it could be literally yeah, yeah. about any any anyone you love. But for me, I, I think it's so meaningful because I I have this picture in my head of her in her teens or twenties or thirties and hearing me us sing that to her. Like, yeah. so for me, it's more of just a personal like that's yeah. kind of my anthem to her kind of thing. But no, I agree. Um, I, I, yeah, I think like it's interesting too because like as we were writing it and finishing it and working on production and then figuring out that that was like a, the anchor point of the album, you know, like we knew, I remember we had like an idea of what the album could be called. And then this song came along and we were like, that's a way better way of what we want to say. Yeah. And then on top of that, like we would write and then we would go home and, there were there were like these ingrained memories that we were writing about that were also happening real time in our yeah. life, like while we were writing um, the album as a whole, but this song in in particular too. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just it makes it it it's like it has a life of its own that like we were kind of investing in, and then all of a sudden it's like it's kind of like grown up to be this thing that we're so invested in and like feel like we know like so deeply yeah um yeah i don't know it, it's really cool if to me that song is going to be hard as writers to top sure you know yeah, which yeah. i i i understand why people feel that way as artists like you know there's like the sophomore slump you know the album yeah. two isn't as good as album you know whatever but I don't even really worry about that as much, nor do I really sit and <clears throat> think that deeply about it. But I think if there was a song that's like going to be <clears throat> um, a song that we, that I, at least I look back on and go, <clears throat> man, I'm not sure we could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, if, if I was honest, like that, this one would probably be that for me, which is, it's funny talking about it because at this moment in time right now, no one's heard it. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so it's like, it's almost like listening to, um, it's it's like, it would be like, I'm not saying this song is going to do what Yellow did, but it, uh, back to that song, like think about Chris Martin talking about Yellow before it became oh, yeah. what it was. Yeah. Even if, even if Superglue gets nowhere near that, like for us, it's just, it's interesting to talk about in future tense, but, mm-hmm. um, or like well, I'm writing this book that's going to, I mean, it's, it's the best book I've ever written <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh, when can we hear it? 
well, you're like, not yet. Not yet. But, yeah, exactly. But you're, like, <laughs> you're telling everything about it except for what, you know, the actual song yeah, or exactly. the actual book or whatever. But do you, do you have one for you that's, if it's different than that? Um, I feel like I know yours or I would, I would, I would assume one. Oh, interesting. But I think, I think, uh, mm-hmm. I think that song's probably top super glue, yeah. but just because of the, like, I think I just have really great, um, like, uh, really great like triggers with that song like it makes me think of awesome things in my life yeah that i'm happy i have um as a as a songwriter i think flowers is like mm. to yep. me it just um is a song that i've wanted to kind of write for a long time and it felt like um like just conceptually and just like kind of out of the box for us as far as there's a lot of things that Mm, kind of make no sense but then as a whole it makes sense and it's like you could look at each line of the song and be like that doesn't make any sense and then you look at the whole chorus and you're like oh it's exactly what you know yeah um and i think it's it's maybe one of the songs that we've written that can be taken a lot of different ways in in a good way to me yeah um so like as far as like writing goes um, that one's special to me. Honestly, like, it's it's cool to me to hype us up a little bit that we are are so good at writing together. Like, in that we can make songs, make the songs that we do just us two. Yeah. And like, I just it's I don't I don't think many people have um the ability to say like we I I'm able to show up today with my songwriting partner and write some of the best songs we've ever written with no external help. If we yeah. don't, if we don't want it, we don't have to have it. Yeah. Um, it's also cool to collaborate, co- collaborate with a lot of people and, and like see what happens there. But like, I love that at the end of the day, we can go into that studio and be like, like just write a song that potentially is like our favorite song ever. Yeah. So I think flowers has kind of that, um, association with me like it, it it's cool that like that song has been kind of sitting where like just in demo land for mm-hmm. a year or more yeah and then all of a sudden like we're like hey this could fit with the album if we structure it this way and if we do this 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 and it like automatically become like it was stagnant for so long mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like this really special song that we wrote i think it was last on the album and it became it became like the glue point of the album that like it needed and it was just like sitting there waiting for us to, to finish. And that kind of thing just like really gets me excited and like pumps me up that like, who knows what, you know, our next album, like thinking through that and like working through that, like I I start to get nervous, like, Oh, how do we, how are we going to do this again? But then I'm also like, I know we can do it again. We've, we've done it over and over and over again. Yeah. And, it's cool to like have that security, like knowing like trust the pro- trust yeah, our that, process. Right. That we, yeah. we know we are a great team and we know like what we can do. Yeah. And we've almost like built a resume around that to, to kind of even go back to personally and be like, Oh yeah, we can write songs. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You yeah. know? Yeah. <clears throat> and fl- I think flowers to me is a good, a good, uh, point maker for that. It's definitely, I think one of the, um, smartest mature like Mm, even just like quarterly speaking like to nerd out a little bit that song like is in one key but it's like modally different Uh where when you first hear the verse it sounds like it's the tonal center is here and then when Mm. the chorus hits you realize oh wait that's not the tonal center or whatever but Mm, i remember us like really fighting for that chorus going like oh it needs to go to this strong one that you haven't heard yet but how do we get the melody right and yeah. where it doesn't feel like two different songs you know right. um so that yeah I, that one and I'd, I'd add to the pile simple um yeah. second second song on the album are that's another like life life song for me of just like i don't know every time i hear it i'm like it's like you said it's one that i always wanted to write like something like right. that and yeah. when we got it i was like okay we could check that off the, you know, totally. check that off the list or whatever, personal list. But, um, 
Well, yeah, it's cool to like not have the pressure of like every song needs to be something that right. can stand alone on like completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and like thinking through songs in a way that fits into kind of a uh, the ebb and flow or storyline of like the overall album theme. Yeah. It opens up the ability to be able to write about tons of different stuff. At least it did for us. I mean, it, I, I think we felt more free to write differently than we ever have. Yeah. Even, oh, sure. even maybe without even thinking <clears throat> like, let's just like open it up and write about whatever. Yeah. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, that's a song we wrote and we can move on to the, you know, like yeah. it was cool to kind of go through that. Yeah. But, for sure. Yeah. I guess all that to say, uh, uh, the albums. <laughs> it's decent. It's pretty darn good. Um, and uh, I would encourage people uh, once it comes out. Like, I think I may have said this on the last one, so I may be repeating myself. But like, or maybe it was an interview. I don't know. But like, slow down and listen to the whole thing. Like, I would encourage mm-hmm. that. Not just our album. Any any body of work that someone's released as an album, and I'm guilty of this, so I, I'm not immune to it. But not every album is created equal in that I think some people do kind of just follow the like, I've released four singles, they worked really well, I'm going to automatically put it on my debut. These other seven songs kind of work, but it's kind of just like a hodgepodge. Yeah, That's not everybody. That was not this. This was written as an album. We structured the track listing as an album. We thought through every little nook and cranny, mm-hmm. you know, um, we created interlude tracks and intro tra- like it tells a story and, um, it's not like this grand, you know, um, philosophical like statement or anything. It's just like a simple, it's like our simple take on like why we're here and a lot of the ebbs and flows of life and meaning of life. And, you know, you can get as ex- existential or not that you want to with it. But, um, this is just like, our experience thus far as humans and things we've gone through and friends have gone through and compiled. So it's like, to me, I'm just like, I, I want to encourage people. Like if you have the time to spare, listen from top to bottom. Cause that's how mm-hmm. we really, yeah. I've heard that growing up with people. And I was just like, whatever. Like I like, mm-hmm. you, I like track five or, you know, whatever. Yeah. But now that we've made one, I want to like take care of it, you know, yeah. and just be like, Hey, if you have the means, Listen to it top to bottom. If you have 35 minutes. That's all you need, 35 minutes. And, so. and I know you do. <clears throat> you know, yep. you're listening to this podcast. We've probably been going around 30 minutes. Well, according to this camera in front of me, 40. So, Oh, my goodness gracious. You've already listened to the album. You've already listened to the album. It's time to put it right back up the top, up the top, <laughs> and, and do it again. listen to it again. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think. With this album specifically, I think what's cool about it is you can listen to any song and it can stand out on its own and feel like its own thing, but it also like makes so much sense and we intentionally placed each song yeah. where it is in the track listing like for a purpose and yep. it feels cool to make to make that and like be able I just feel like it makes so much sense that way. But yeah. yeah, but for the next one, I think we're gonna have to just uh, put into chat, chat GPT, <laughs> uh, write a write a Jones song that that really hits the clubs. How you feeling about AI in the future? You know, uh, or maybe 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 narrow it even more. Less grand future of everything. Do you? How do you see it, or not see it affecting? what we do like music creativity or maybe art in general I'll say for like another thing kind of tying back to the album is is visually for a lot of this album we've we've done a lot of um integration kind of with AI and just like like the artwork the actual artwork that's on the wall was a uh an AI render um that was like from a text prompt and then we, and then like we design stuff around that for our, some of our live stuff we're kind of working on and integrating AI and like for some of our other visual things. So like visually I love the idea of it. Um, but also I'm not, I'm not a visual 
artist like as a full-time thing. Right. I love it. <clears throat> I love how it can like supplement um, how we want it to with like what I'm seeing in my head and it makes it easier for me to achieve what I'm seeing in my head. Right. Um, I think it, it freaked me out a lot at first. Um, but I think after sitting on it for a bit, at least for music, I think I'm optimistic about it. Um, for music specifically, I think that I haven't, I haven't heard a scenario where it even comes close to winning against a human making music. Yeah. Um, I think that's where I start to get nervous is like, if I'm thinking about creativity and I'm thinking about um, kind of what the point is of like, when is it human and what makes it human and when is it not? Um, will we be able to see the differences between what a song that a human made and a song that an AI made? Yeah. Um, like when that, when that line starts to get really blurred, I think it, freaks me out a little bit more, but I'm also more optimistic because I think that, I think that people are like loving real instruments more than ever or not more than ever, but more than they have in the last 10 years, let's say. Yeah. Um, I think that live shows feel extra special now, um, maybe because of the pandemic, but I also think that's, that's something that AIs can't touch at least, you know, in the near future. Um, so I think there's, I think there's different parts of it where I feel pretty optimistic that it'll be hard to recreate, um, from an AI perspective. I hope that it won't take, like, it won't take away from artists being able to actually do what they, what they want to. Um, hopefully it can just like enhance that even more, but what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree on the music side. I mean, I <clears throat> I've seen some of the like we in, input we inputted like you know ten Nirvana songs, and then we asked it to write a Nirvana song, and then it like sounds like a weird bit crushed, <laughs> yeah. you know, downloaded on Napster ten thousand times version of of you know smells like Teen Spirit or something. But yeah. <clears throat> so from a technological standpoint, it's like crazy how quickly it's all come like from I was even like we we um we used for a um for a tour I don't I think it was the high and by it was the wave tour um for the intro we were looking for like we wanted like a British uh dialect voice to do the like you like you call into the you call Mm -hmm. into like a a company or whatever and it's like welcome to songs by Joe whatever and that was like the intro of the tour if you came you probably heard it but um and I used like an AI generator to like tech type a prompt and then had, and it sounded so, it wasn't like the old school ones where it's like obviously a robot. Mm-hmm. This was like, oh, this could legit be like the the tonality of the voice and how they like emphasize the right syllable, you know? Syllable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's syllable. 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 Um, was, was like so on point. I was like, whoa. So things like, to your point, things like that, I think, um, it, it enhanced what we did. It made, it was like one tool to use for one very specific thing that we needed and it worked really well. Yeah. Um, and it helped. Um, otherwise we would have had to have found someone that could voice act to do this, like it, which would be completely over the top unnecessary for what the purpose yeah. was for that one. It was like 45 second countdown essentially, mm-hmm. but this is like a free thing that we just did on yeah. one afternoon and it was easy. Um, so from that perspective, I think it's beautiful. I think visually, yeah, the fact that, you know, you sent, you sent me some like renders last night of just some like, just quick little, this is what it looks like when I did it with this text prompt and this video from like footage that we shot and blah, blah, blah. And this is what it, this is what it could look like as a visual element in the show. And I was like, holy, like, would we have ever been able to come up with that without that tool in front of us, you know? Um, I think where where I get worried about it, and I don't honestly think about it in a like a worrisome state that often. But um, I listen to a lot of podcasts like Lex Friedman and some of those where he's like an AI guy, and that's all he mm-hmm. you know that's like his world. And he just had the Chat GPT, the Open AI guy on. Oh yeah, you I see saw that. that. Um, and 
you know, they talk about everything from the fears around it to the history of it and how far it's come, where they think it's going to go, all of it. And he was pretty honest. He was like, you know, I have worries about it, but I'm, I'm more optimistic about the use case of it than I am the other, the other way around. But, um, it really creatively, I'm, I'm curious to see how copyright law happens with it. If it's being input with human ideas and then it, like, for instance, you know, you could type in, uh, show me an image of whatever, this painting, or this image, you know, Harrison Ford in mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that, what's the Raiders of the Lost Ark or whatever, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but in the style of Renaissance painting. Yeah. And it's like random, nothing to do with each other, and then boom, you see it, and it's like, well, the Renaissance painting was a very specific style era of painting that happened in an era of time although all of those people are dead now, like yeah. well, how does copyright play into that? Mm-hmm. If you bring it to a new, a newer like modern day example, if you were to type in like, say it's a music one of like, make a folk song in, but it with the lyrical style of Drake, yeah. well now it's taking Drake's sensibilities and you know, so you start getting into that, I'm like, I have no idea even how you would legislate that. Totally. And I'm, I know they're probably already having backdoor conversations, but we also have a Congress that can't, talk the talk yeah they're like Mm. all seemingly 80 years old and can't even you know describe what the internet is so it's like i I don't know that they're the listening to uh, the tiktok trials is a a good example exactly yeah like um it's like these ancient dinosaurs on the stand talking about stuff that that my 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 younger brother completely understand like 14 year olds he's not 14 but like 14 year olds understand the internet Mm -hmm. a million times more than these people so when you get into all that the legislation, I don't under, I don't understand how that's going to play out. I think my fear is more like um, around video mm. and audio from a like a political like you know I'm st- seeing every day on Twitter some AI. I've, I'm a nerd and I follow all of it, but someone will post like this is Barack Obama, and it looks like him in the White House making like a, a State of the Union address ten years ago whenever he was in office. Yeah. But it's like saying something he didn't actually say yeah. in his voice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, all it's going to take is a really, really believable one for my brain goes to this. It's going to take one really believable one for the nuke button to get pushed. You know, like mm, yeah. <laughs> I just, the real world harsh consequences is where I worry about it. In the arts, not as much. I think we'll kind of navigate that. Not saying that's not real world, but that's v- someone getting ripped off by an, a robot is different. Like their art is different than it's starting a war. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but it could all, uh, I'm assuming play in, play into that. So uh, I'm really curious to see where it, where it goes. Hmm. Scary stuff. Yeah. But also exciting. It's, it seems like it's happened so fast. I know it's been, I think he said on the podcast, the Lex podcast, it's been, you know, a decade plus in the making in terms yeah. of his, just his work. And it's just now seeing the light of the day, yeah. the light of day publicly. Yeah. But now, now that it's like started really going and that it has self-learning as part right. of it and you can like create a, I don't even know the right wording, but you can basically create a model that is <clears throat> self teaches itself to recreate itself and reteach itself. And it's so quick now. Just the, the um, like, just thinking about like ten years from now, what can be different is so wild, and like, and then what trickles down into like the music world from there, it's just like, yeah, what is it going to look like? You know, I'm hoping some of the AI tech helps with, you know, I could see it helping with search optimization, uh, algorithmic stuff for like playlisting. And like, mm. that's such a world that we live in now that even 10 years ago wasn't a thing in yeah. terms of I mean, playlists exist, but like it was more like mixtapes, sure. <laughs> yeah. like personal playlisting. Yeah. But, um, now that that's such a make it or break it thing in some ways for careers, I mean, you know, getting on that big playlist or playlists, plural versus not, uh, it directly influences how many monthly listeners you get on X, Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, which then relates to real life or or converts to real streams, which then converts to real dollars in your pocket. So mm-hmm. I am curious to see, like, I think these companies, well, I think, I hope these companies have the artist's best interest at heart, but they're also businesses that yeah. need, need yeah. they have a bottom line. So it's the same that we do. We're a business, we have a bottom yeah. line, you know? So I, I, I'm curious to see, I hope they integrate AI in a way as it gets better and better that just helps smaller bands like us and 
bands even smaller than us get discovered even more and more. Mm-hmm. I, I don't understand the tech behind all of that, but I know it's yeah. being used, you yeah. know, so yeah. curious. And I think at the end of the day, like what, what, and maybe I'm naive, but what makes me positive or optimistic with it, I think overall is like, at least with music, you can hear imperfection and that's kind of the yeah. beauty of it or like a human element to it. Yeah. Um, you don't really, you're like a perfect, a perfectly made song isn't the most interesting song usually. And that yeah, true, I feel like will be harder to recreate like from an AI. Yeah. But again, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is um, I'm going to keep on trucking until the, uh, until the aliens or the bots stop me. Yeah. You know, or we just put them in the band. Yeah. Well, what I, this is a good, I guess, time to announce that I've been working on my own AI. Oh yeah. It's called um, Stinky Steve AI. Oh yeah. And it's, um, my goal is to replace you. Okay. In the band. So I've actually been working on mine. It's called Alan's Intelligence. And (laughs) at night, at night when you're sleeping, I've been slowly taking away um, through symbiosis. Okay, that sounds right. That sounds right. It's a big word. Yeah, I know. You you may not ever heard it before, but uh, usually it's like if you put a like if you sleep with the book next to you, you know. Yeah, like you you learn. Yeah, I get it. I think that's actually osmosis, but. No, I don't think I don't think that's it. Either, but it's all good. <laughs> I don't anyway, know. I don't know say, what it is. But all that to say, I've got a robot charging in the in the uh, closet yeah. too. So, so you've been in my mine and Lola's room every night at some point while we're sleeping. I cannot def- uh, confirm nor deny. Okay, that. okay. Um, well, I had the door locked last night, and I woke up and it was unlocked. So I was just curious. Well, if that was you. I do have keys. Okay, well, I'll, yeah, I'll tell you that's that. True, that's true. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah I well i think we basically you. covered anyway. it right yeah i mean we literally covered everything possible i mean i think we just solved the future of humanity or yeah. at least at least maybe convince someone to listen to our record all the way down sure maybe listen to it before the uh before before it gets ripped by um alien invaders that's right is that what we're calling ai that's good yeah alan intelligence alien, alien invaders. invaders um Thank you guys so much for listening. We love you all so much. Um, I don't know if this is a thing we're supposed to do, but we've noticed that a lot of people have rated this podcast uh, like with five stars, and that's really cool. Thank you. And I think that helps us out, so we hear. So keep on doing that if you would like. If not, it's all good. Smash that follow. (laughs) Smash that subscribe button. Yeah. Uh, Um, Pre-save. No. And uh, and we're also about to hop off here and do a Jonely Fans exclusive thing. Um, So I know I said at the beginning, but again, if you would like to sign up and be part of that, it's a really cool community that we are very involved with, um, involved in daily. We're on a Discord server with everybody and... Um, you get a lot of cool stuff. So if that's something you're interested in, um, we're on Patreon. You can go and buy tickets at songsbyjoan.com for our tour. And our album is coming out April 19th. I think that's it. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.